I'm Bridget Pettacy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of May 16th to May 22nd. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. Okay, listen up, folks. We didn't tell you to do this last week, and we noticed a difference. Please, please, if you are a supporter of the show, especially after the show that we're about to do, and you want to help out, and you want to keep us alive and independent, subscribe to Phetasy.com. It's the easiest way to support us. And trigger alert, there's something to piss off everybody in this episode. (laughs) So if you thought you liked us, you probably won't by the end of this episode. And we are going to live by our ethos of this show, which is that we take your sacred cows and make burgers out of them. So don't ever tell me that I didn't warn you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Old in chief. Biden criticizes the Coast Guard graduates he's addressing for being dull. Doesn't this seem a little bit like the pot calling the kettle black? (laughs) You are quite, you're a really dull class. I mean, come on, man. Is the sun getting to you? Come on, man. There's some testosterone lacking in the military. A theme of this show today. (laughs) Then we have dumpster fire for president. Albert Watkins, the Capitol riot lawyer, says his clients are artards. His most notable client is the QAnon shaman. This guy is straight out of some kind of... It's like a reality show at this point, for sure. Of course, Trump's followers are as crazy as him as well as their lawyer. I could not write this character. <laughs> he caught it's like, oh, the old retard defense. Who hasn't tried that one before? <laughs> if this was anyone else, they would be disbarred, kicked out, canceled. And it's because he's talking about Trump supporters that it's like everyone just let it slide. <laughs> His biography on his website is crazy. Let me see. Self-centered, egotistical, and a self-proclaimed expert in all matters. But the opening line, Albert S. Watkins, the founding member and senior counsel with the firm, is quite candidly beyond description. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Although I would describe him as retarded. (laughs) What's next? Never woke enough. This is almost breaking, Bridget. The video comparing the Russian army to the U.S. army goes viral. Okay, A, Russians are hot. (laughs) And now I understand why I can smell them. (laughs) Oh, no, we cut that out of the the main. No one knows what you're talking about. Oh, too bad. Looks like you're going to have to go subscribe to understand that joke. But our our in-house fetacy subscribers know what I'm talking about. They're raffling right now. Oh, man, that video. The Russian and the working out. It's going to be my porn. That video made me want to go join the Russian army. Yeah. And then it was cut with the cartoon <laughs> that the army put out. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. On YouTube, they had to disable the comments because it was getting ratioed and it got 36,000 at the time of somebody writing the article about it. It got 36,000 dislikes and like 500 likes. Yeah. It was just getting destroyed. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. I don't know about you guys, but after I saw that cartoon video of a young woman with lesbian moms, I feel safer already. After meeting with an army recruiter, I found it. 
a way to prove my inner strength. <laughs> it's just the fact that it was a cartoon and the army trying to go woke is not a good look. I wouldn't trust these people to guard a Trader Joe's. <laughs> I take back every time I said we needed a war. <laughs> Yes, because we're going to clearly we're going to lose it. And I realize I sound like Ted Cruz, the lunatic when I say this, but I don't think it's too outside of the mainstream to say we don't really care if our army is woke. Yeah. <laughs> Women in the military was a mistake. <laughs> I blame this all on Demi Moore for lying, lying to us about the fact that women can be Navy SEALs. I can't. <laughs> Don't do it. Is this supposed to inspire our enemies? I feel like our enemies looked at this and they were like, well, I feel inspired. I feel like China looked at this video and they upped their long-term plan by 20 years. <laughs> they said they were trying to get Gen Z to join the army. Right. Like, we want those purple-haired pansies <laughs> guarding our borders. This is not good. No. This is not good. This whole show is about that's like, well, this is disturbing. No, we've unleashed a genie of which we don't know how self-destructive it is. Yeah. That's the problem with all this crap is that it's basically. So oh, I can't imagine why people who have been trained to believe that America is a failed state and it's also an imperial colonizing nation would ever want to fight in the army or have any pride in their country. Uh-huh. And speaking of people who have pride in their country. Sheath underwear. Sheath underwear was made by an Iraq war veteran. He was out in the desert and his balls kept getting stuck to his legs. I might be making this up, but I'm thinking this is the <laughs> rationale behind this. And realized that there needed to be some kind of solution for that complex problem of the balls sticking to the legs. And so the Zen pouch was introduced into the world and it is a perfect little pouch to keep those nice jewels separated from the rest of the junk and also separated from the leg. And Sheath was so popular with men, they decided to launch some underwear for women. It's all I wear. Truly, all day, every day. My husband says they make my bum look amazing. When you buy online, there's a reward program where you earn points. Go to sheathunderwear.com right now and get all the stuff before it sells out. It's always selling out and use the code dumpster to get 20% off your entire order. <laughs> sheathunderwear.com. Support the companies that support us. What is happening? More <sighs> creepy vaccine jingles. Oh, this one was bad. Really this bad. one was very bad. We're going to get it soon and then we can play. Yay! I feel like there's a large vaccine-hesitant pedophile crowd, <laughs> and this is who they're targeting with this ad. We will get to play together when it's done. The shot! I also feel like this chick dresses up in diapers in her spare time. Oh, yeah. Remember that crew yes. that we covered? Oh, yeah. You're what were right. they called again? I can't remember what they're called. I deleted that from my brain <laughs> yeah. immediately. Control Z. Control that was Z. long ago. <laughs> Yes, I think she's one of them. I think it was just the adult diaper-wearing community. That's what they call it. Yeah, themselves. the adult diaper-wearing community. I guarantee this is this is her. We will get to play together when it's done. The shot! Every week, there's a new jingle. Yeah. Are these people, do they really think they're, like, going to go No, they're just chasing clout. Yeah. yeah. But to have that amount of self-confidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> A lot of confidence. It is a lot of confidence. <laughs>
I want the confidence of a woman in pigtails doing a vaccine jingle. Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. California. The Los Angeles County Registrar has approved the petition to recall Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon. Gascon is letting out all the criminals. I mean, Jesus Christ, what did you think? That people just want to live in crime-ridden states? Eventually, they're going to vote people out and replace them with people. This is how you get like the overcorrection, though, uh-huh. of the, the police states. Uh-huh. Which we don't want. So get your shit together. And I feel like ca- California, it's like one of those civilization games that you play where you're like, oh, this just went sideways. Reset. Reset. <laughs> like, can we just get a do-over completely on all of the people we've elected? Uh-huh. It's so bad. So bad. But at least people are pushing back and speaking out and getting mad. And they're like, F this. Can we just recall everyone? They're trying to recall Bonin, too. He's the council member, and he kind of controls Venice to the Palisades and all the beaches, and it's just been a disaster. And he gave a whole speech because there were a bunch of arson fires in the Palisades, and he was talking about the fires, and it was just people chanting recall Bonin through the entire <laughs> the entire booing. speech. Yeah. It was so awkward. <laughs> to protect lives and property here in these communities. How do you sign booze? Because he had the interpreter. (laughs) Just thumbs down. Thumbs down. Yeah, he just kept going too. I mean, it's it's a education in politicians just like talking their stupid talking points through booze from their constituents. Yeah, that's some confidence right there too. I want the confidence of a council member getting booed for a full five minute talk. Never misses a beat. Make Orwell fiction again. Google Docs gets social justice update, autocorrecting to gender neutral and politically correct language. They're going to correct things like changing mailman to mail carrier and chairman to chairperson. (sighs) It's just a deep sigh from the bottom of my soul. Changing definition of of words. If you thought autocorrect was bad, wait until it's woke autocorrect. Ugh. It's like, what you meant to say was, I'm sorry about my privilege. <laughs> You're like, no, I was just saying best wishes. <laughs> it's like, I'm tired. What the f***, Google? Yeah. But they don't even know if there's going to be like an opt-out. Option. Yeah, that's a crazy thing. There's, It's not clear if you can opt out of this. Oh, God, it's all getting so, it's all so creepy. How how does it, nobody see this? How are we just slipping into this? I know. I don't understand. It feels like it's getting so much worse, so much faster. It's just so creepy that it's it's making these suggestions and predicted speech. That it's It's still training you to think a certain way. Uh-huh. Yeah. And also training you in what is acceptable and what isn't. Uh-huh. S- acceptable speech, acceptable language, and what is not. Subtly. Uh-huh. Like, talk about frog and boiling water shit. Yeah. yeah. And people are terrified. They can't, they don't want to speak out. Nobody's going to speak out and risk losing their job. I know people who have been spending five hours a week on having conversations and how to have conversations about, you know, what your privilege is and bias and all. This is what they're spending hours on at work. Who's going to speak, push back against that if it's your job? It's infected every industry. Every single Fortune 500 company has been infected with this stuff. Our military, it's, it is 
crazy. Yeah. And if you aren't just going along with it and you're like, what? It's progress. You feel like a crazy person. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you can't say crazy. You have to say bath. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's truly deeply disturbing. It's so totalitarian in a, such a subtle way under the guise of progress. And that's the problem is that undermines actual progress. Yeah. It's undermining because it's all about power, really. And it, it is a covert way that it subtly attaches itself to any single value that you hold and exploits that value. Mm-hmm. So... If your value, for instance, in the Western world is freedom, it's going to attach itself to freedom, pretend that it's upholding freedom while it really seeks to minimize and limit it. It's not good. It's just so bad. Along with fracturing our communities through intersectionality and the Chicago thing. Are we about to go into that? Bless you. Yeah, Chicago. I mean, this is a great example. Our next one. Everything is racist. Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago will only grant interviews to black and brown reporters. It was for her one-on-one sit-downs for her two-year anniversary. Everything about this is bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just dividing us all up into groups and saying that you can only come in if you're a certain color is so this is something that a white supremacist would say. Yeah. That you yeah. would attribute to white supremacy and now it is being passed as anti racism. Yeah. Which is crazy because I have a hard time if you just read these statements and knew nothing about the person saying them, you would think that it was a racist statement. Yes. Like this, this is something that would come out of the mouth of someone in like Jim Crow era South. Yeah. yeah. It's just ridiculous. And now we're somehow slipping back there. And again, it's under progress. And I f- again, we've said this a million times on this show. I, the class war, which has divided all of us up into groups and has us fighting this race war with one another so that they can just be trolla lying on their and $500 million yachts and shit is disgusting. Of course, all these corporations are invested in this divisive shit. Okay, so you set that line and you say, I'm going to give the interviews to the black and brown people. How then do you determine who's more oppressed and who gets the first interview? <laughs> what is that? Is there like an audition? Do you have to tell your whole story and then figure, is it who's this, got the saddest story gets to go first? Every thing about this culture is insane and then Tulsi came out and rightfully called her out on what is very racist language although the definition of racism has been completely changed and you can only be racist if you're white (sighs) and she called it out and said she actually called for her resignation and then got piled on and trended on the internet and everybody told her that she was racist. (laughs) Of course, but she knew she was going to take that bullet and still. (laughs) It makes me think of someone like Candace Thompson who was on Walkin's Welcome recently and she talked about being a light-skinned black woman and kind of the flack she gets from her own community for that and would she need to prove her ethnicity to in order to be able to be allowed to interview this woman? What the fuck is this doing to us? It's so bad. It's all so bad. Everything is so bad. It's just the genie's out of the bottle. Yeah. You're, we're seeing, we will get to this, but we're seeing the Asian hate that was happening, for example. Asians 
and Jews are a good example of people who don't fit into the intersectional diagram. And they use them basically as minorities when they need them to be and they and whites as when they're not convenient for the narrative. And they've never really fit and they've always been a problem. And now you're seeing a ton of violence on American streets against Asians and Jews. Like, this is fucking insane. You can't put that genie back in the bottle. And there's no police in these cities. They're always saying it's like middle America and all these racists and all the racists I see are in San Francisco, L.A. and New York right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's fucking bonkers. And, like, people need to start calling this shit out. Not only white people can be racist. That is a destructive ideology that is having real life repercussions on our streets what happened to rhetoric matters we had no problem calling it out rightfully in charlottesville but now suddenly we can't say like what happens to fucking silence is violence and all this shit where are you fucking people mm-hmm. it makes me crazy it's super upsetting and the hypocrisy makes me so insane and the fact that people are too afraid to speak out like off now is the time to speak out now is the time to speak out against your freaking school system that's trying to traffic this shit in speak out against your business that's trying to traffic this shit in because it's destructive and you're seeing the real life destruction all over america it's if this was an ideology that was like uplifting and uniting why aren't we seeing that Well, let's move on to the problem that we're not paying any attention to whatsoever. And that's probably going to be the one that kills us all. Proof we're living in a simulation. They keep trying to warn us about UFOs and no one cares. (laughs) This is the craziest thing. For a year and a half, they've been trying to tell us that UFOs are real and that the aliens are probably coming. Like, they're priming the pump for an alien invasion. Uh They're telling us to get ready. And we're like, whatever. Right. We've been talking about this for a year. Yeah. They keep saying, hey, aliens are real. Then they do a 60 minutes interview with yeah. people who have seen alien unidentified flying objects that they can't explain. And we saw this little white tic-tac looking object. As Dietrich circled above, Fravor went in for a closer look and starts mirroring me. So as I'm coming down, it starts coming up. He said it was about the size of his F-18. So I go like this and it's climbing still. And when it gets right in front of me, it just disappears. These total air force guys who are junkies about like all kinds of speed and flight and everything and they're like i don't understand this it goes all it defies the laws of gravity imagine a technology that can do six to seven hundred g-forces fly at thirteen thousand miles an hour can evade radar can fly through air and water and possibly space has no obvious signs of propulsion and yet still can defy the natural effects of earth's gravity and We're just like, yeah, whatever. They keep telling us about aliens and we're down here with our race wars and our woke military. (laughs) Honestly, I've never felt closer to any character in any movie than Tiffany and Independence Day welcoming the aliens. Take us away, dear leaders. Right before she gets blown up. Yeah, but at least I won't have to listen to this insane shit anymore. (laughs) Okay, the making of a eunuch. (sighs) Also known as the emotional terrorism of Oprah and Harry. (laughs) Prince Harry. (laughs) 
opens up. I refuse to call him a prince anymore. In his new Apple TV series with Oprah, the me you can't see. What words have you heard around mental health? Crazy. Can't keep it together. Here's the thing. Another thing that's been totally co-opted and destroyed is mental health. So on the heels of a pandemic in which the poor suffered the most of anybody and had the most mental health crisis, small businesses got destroyed. I think there was an article that a third of restaurants in L.A. got shut down during the pandemic. Permanently. Permanently. You're seeing the destruction of our middle class, small businesses in particular. You've had people who haven't had their kids going to school. And then you're going to parade out Prince Harry and Oprah and all of these rich, famous celebrities as the people who are the face of the suffering post-pandemic? This makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> I'm thinking about it and I'm like, if you're going to kill yourself, call the suicide hotline. Why, why does this bother me so much? Because... A lot of times it's like, okay, we know Oprah's story is like horrifying. And She's so is ho- Prince Harry. And and so it's like all of these things, but it's like something has changed in our cu- cu- cultural climate right now. We, I just have no tolerance to be preached to from any of these people about their struggles their and suffering. Well, what's changed too is that it feels emotionally manipulative yeah so mm-hmm. there's something psychotic about this and you can't put a finger on it because it's weaponized victimhood mm-hmm. so you're gonna say you're gonna point and say hey this makes me feel weird and i don't really know why and it feels like you're just monetizing victimhood and this is a cash grab and then people will yell at you and tell you that you don't have a heart or any empathy and that they're trying to do good and start a conversation about mental health. The conversation started about mental health. Have you not heard the way people talk? It's all in the language of therapy now. Everybody talks about their trauma and their victimhood and their PTSD. I just can't go get over the fact, too, that Harry went from this, like, badass Apache helicopter pilot to a dude talking on a podcast about his daddy issues and whining about Joe Rogan and how Joe Rogan needs to shut up. And if you come for Joe Rogan, I will come for you. (laughs) I will go to war for that man. That guy has held the center Uh for all of us. Uh He's the only reason we're not all dressed up for the woke army. And now for Conspiracy Corner with Sammy Flaps and Folds. Epstein's prison guards admitted they falsified records. After making a deal with federal prosecutors, they will serve 100 hours of community service. No shit. I bet they're like working on cleaning up garbage on some freeway that was sponsored by Bill Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) Clinton body count. Look it up. Yeah, I love how in that article they're like, Epstein killed him, you know, and that's why Epstein killed himself. And everyone in the comments is like, Epstein killed himself. <laughs> how is this coming out right now? And again, also, it's being it buried. Got, no, yeah. It's being buried. It's, Epstein didn't kill himself, and the aliens are coming. So what happened was the guards were supposed to they, be doing regular checks. They yeah. lied. They and, lied and said that they were doing their rounds. But really, they were shopping for furniture and buying motorcycles online. With mysterious money, apparently. (laughs) And instead of going to prison, now they just get to pick up trash on the side of the highway. All the victims, their 
secret, you know, like any chance of them getting any kind of retribution or closure died when he got whacked, but probably by the Clintons. Right, and all of his... <laughs> <laughs> By the global elite. All of his accomplices, anyone, you know, in his little network that he had going there. It's all Man, gone. I mean, yeah. it is getting so bad that they're like, this shit goes all the way to the top. They're like, oh, the Epstein guards um, actually weren't there. And they're like, release the alien footage. <laughs> so Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <sighs> That one's for you, Luke Salazar. <laughs> we see you in the comments. We see you, Luke. Uh, okay, and then... Stop eating bugs. The cicadas are coming, and they're packed with protein and gluten-free, and all these people are coming out with recipes about how to eat the cicadas. For those that are more adventurous, they can try out some of these cicadas and, and get a taste for them. I want cicada tacos. Cicadas. <laughs> Sam's like, stop trying to get this weird word going. Stop it. Cicadas. I stop like it. <laughs> Bugs. Sam, shrimp and lobster are like the lice of the sea. Then let those be the only bugs we eat. <laughs> I'm but fine lobster with is delicious. You're going to tell you me. You don't know cicadas aren't delicious, do you? They're no, not but delicious. now some of them have fungus. Oh, God. That people are eating them, and then now they're coming out with fungus. You're going to sit here genitalia. and try and tell me cicadas are as delicious as lobster. I don't like lobster, so <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you like lobster? I don't like lobster. It's gross. <laughs> wow. Maggie's like, because it tastes like bugs. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to go out and eat Look, cicadas. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Ever since we started talking about Agenda 2030 <laughs> and eating less meat, now all of a sudden everybody's talking about eating bugs. Agenda then, 2030? It's going to be Agenda 2025. 20, I mean... 2022, probably. Yeah. We're ramped up. Dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? <laughs> oh, look, it's a baby. <laughs> oh. We're never going to get sponsored again. All right. Governor Greg <laughs> Abbott signs fetal heartbeat bill banning most abortions in Texas. We realize this is a topic that is very charged. And generally, I never like wading into it. But this is one instance where I just thought it was kind of ironic that the guy who said no vaxports because my body, my choice is signing a fetal heartbeat bill, which is six weeks. Ugh. I mean, just, it effectively bans abortion. Right, most women most have people don't no even idea know it. that they're pregnant. Yeah. Yes, it's a it's a fraught topic. I realize, and unfortunately, I'm one of those annoying people who can see things from both sides, and I have heard both sides of the debate. But I am a woman of liberty, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe my body, my choice. I do think there should be some guardrails. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> I'm a little squishy about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, five months pit beyond yeah. that. Okay, I, we I'm might a, be pushing it I'm a little a squishy little. about it, too. But no, this is not This is not okay. With Here's me. the thing. I think most people, what when you s- survey Americans, most people are like pretty chill with it within the first three months. Yeah. And after that, it gets, the numbers start dropping. People mm-hmm. start saying, eh. Yeah, like they've they've kept babies alive that have been born at 22 weeks, I think. So that's like a little over five months. It's obviously a topic that many people have many feelings about. 
And I don't want to hear any of them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even like going into it. But I actually think the mainstream opinion is pretty squishy. Mm -hmm. I I feel like this gets co-opted by the loudest people who are on the extremes. And generally people lean really pro one way or another. Mm -hmm. And... Then there are people who kind of have lots of feelings about it, can understand where everybody's coming from and have compassion and are willing to have nuanced conversations and discussions about this. But that gets lost. And meanwhile, also getting lost are the millions of women who either have to make this decision for heartbreaking reasons and they just their voices get completely lost. I think it would be disastrous for this country if abortions became illegal. 70% oh, yeah. of of Americans are for pro-choice. Mm-hmm. You know, within reason. I don't think that they're like this is where I hate the left where they're like we just skip after the abortion clinic right. up to 9 months. I'm like you're not helping. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like hey people don't skip off. Yeah. And B the the large majority of people aren't aren't skipping there at 9 months. That's just like a a talking point that gets weaponized. And then it's not helping on the right when they're like baby killers. Like Ugh. you're not convincing anybody to come over to your side by calling everybody who maybe has to make this decision or even considers it a baby killer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really what they're trying to do is get all of these laws kicked up to the Supreme Court so they can hopefully overturn Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade is a shockingly thin argument as it is. There's not very many protections for women in the Constitution. My whole guess is that we're going to need a trans man to make this a civil rights issue and then <laughs> we will be able to get the protections we deserve as women. If a trans man stands up for us, it'll be like, abortions for all! The patriarchy is so crafty. (laughs) I'm relying on you. Okay, breaking Bridget. We'll move on to a topic that is less controversial and will piss less people off. Israel and Palestine. (laughs) (laughs) Israel, Palestine. The abortion debate of geopolitics. (laughs) (laughs) Because everybody has a side automatically, and there is no room for discussion in the middle or nuance. And if you even try to ask questions or figure anything out, you will be screamed at. And if you're a moron like me, you generally try to stay out of it. Except recently, it, this isn't even really about the Israel-Palestine thing. My my rant this week is about how there is a surge in violence on American streets, violence, attacks, and verbal assault of Jews. You would think that would be a really bad thing and it would be on every single media outlet and that everybody, particularly on the left, would be calling out all the Nazis who are going after these people. And instead, we are met with dead silence. Mm -hmm. No one can cover it because everybody on the left, it's become this issue of if you're on the left, you generally are supportive of 
Palestine. Mm-hmm. And so you are met with this tricky thing of saying, oh, I, I think actually AOC came out and said, we are not, you know, like any act of anti-Semitism is horrific. So good for her for speaking up, although she's part of the reason this genie got let out of the bottle. And people need to own what they've been saying and what they've been, the rhetoric that they have been unleashing in the world that has led to the violence. And mostly I just can't stand the hypocrisy because I got called a Nazi for four years for the simple fact of just not saying, hey, Trump is maybe not literally Hitler. And now those same people who had Patreons where they're making $30,000 a month saying Trump is literally Hitler, fucking silent, dead silent, not saying a word about any of the violence. Like it, it actually hurts my, it makes me crazy. Violence against Jews. I can stand and listen to people talking about it, but at the end of the day, if the rhetoric is leading to violence against Jews and anti-Semitism rising all over the world. You're seeing it in London. It's happening all over the world. That is a bad sign. Mm -hmm. This is why they have felt the need to have their own state and defend themselves because inevitably it leads to, oh, let's, let's take this out on all of the Jewish people in the world. Mm -hmm. There was a great article that Barry Weiss published on her Substack. It wasn't by her. It was by, um, I'm blanking on his name. We'll just show, show the article. He talks about how we've lived in this kind of particularly in America cozy time where there was like historically not this, just the persecution of the Jews for all of freaking history mm-hmm. and that we've forgotten how that this is something that that we take for granted particularly in America and Barry I think said once that anti-semitism is a good barometer of a society's health it's like the immune response when society is sick anti-semitism generally rises usually rises before world wars and whenever it seems like there's like the forces out of balance and people are suffering the anti-semitism seems to really predict a lot of this we're not in a great place this is i can't even watch this stuff it is so disturbing to me seeing mobs of people a person got lit on fire in midtown manhattan a jewish man got lit on fire and by a mob and it wasn't didn't even make it to the news somehow my god there was a there was an incident in la multiple incidents and this, this should be all over the news, and it's not. We have said never again. You know, that's the refrain about the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and never again is now. Yeah. yeah, This is the time to speak out against this. That's the problem with so much of the ideology on the left, that, and we've been saying this for freaking years. Yeah. There's so, mm-hmm. much, so many people have been saying there is anti-Semitism on just as much on the left as there is on the right. It's just in a different form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can condemn Israel, the government, and may have your feelings about Israel. But if you're going to put out, like, for instance, the un- L.A. Teachers Union put out a statement and they were condemning Israel. But 
nowhere in that statement was a condemnation of Hamas. Like, yeah. you yeah. need to condemn the, the fucking terrorists who are shooting rockets at these people and would happily have all of us dead, not just everybody yeah, in Israel. All of right. us. All of us. Black Any, people, women, LGBTQ. Americans, all of us. Doesn't matter. You think they give a shit about any of us? Like, that's what's so crazy to me. You th- it's, it's, it's a sickness. I don't understand. The, this is why this identity politic, like, turning everything into oppressor and oppressed is so dangerous for society because... In this instance, you are actually trying to say that Israel is the oppressed. There, there are memes out there that compare them to Hitler. I'm like, you guys don't know anything about history. Nothing. You know nothing about the history, and you're just trampling on the Holocaust and all of the horrific atrocities that happened. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Ugh. It's like, oh, when you become what you hate, I'm like, you guys are, you've lost the f***ing plot. Yeah. Like, you have broken your brain if you're trying to make that comparison. I have no, no tolerance for that I can't, this is where, this is, there are very few lines I draw, and this is one that I draw. Mm-hmm. I mean, my friend is a Holocaust survivor. I hear the pain in his voice when he talks about seeing this stuff. He knows where this shit leads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it broke me. So keeping it light here, dumpster fire. Let's we do a like little palate cleanser. Keep it light. <laughs> Let's do palate cleanser. Internet, Sorry, guys. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going down, and we here on dumpster fire cannot be silent. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is glorious. No, I haven't taken the test. Why the hell would I take a test? Oh man. Fantasy news. Um, we had Mitchell Jackson on Walkins. Welcome. Please subscribe to our podcast. It is so cool and different and loving. And we also have big news coming about the podcast soon. Maybe. <laughs> well, unless like we <laughs> unless they watch unless this, they watch this dumpster fire, <laughs> decide. Uh, never mind. We want nothing to do with these losers. Subscribe. Write a review. Leave us. St- to all the stars join fetacy.com our community as we mentioned you get the unedited version of dumpster fire on sunday you get workouts you get to join us for drop-ins welcome zoom calls we're doing writer's prompts it is the easiest way to support us as a team if you want to keep us independent <laughs> and ranting and raving and trying to make sense of all of this while we still can the more of you that subscribe the longer we get to do this so just keep that in mind Put your money where your mouth is. Substack. I'm on Substack writing. It's free. Just sign up. It's a great way to keep in touch. It's a whole other thing. You don't have to subscribe. If you subscribe to the Fetacy community and I do put anything behind a paywall on Substack, you will get it at the Fetacy community as well. And BridgetFetacy.com for merch. We got merch and shirts and hoodies and all kinds of things. Thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for letting me vent. Like. Subscribe comment touch my bells and buttons thank you so much to our sponsors i love you for loving us your brave souls and please check out the links use the codes support the people who support us 
we only put our name behind products that we like and can get behind. So we appreciate you for doing that. And thank you to Central Barbecue, a fan of the show who sent us some delicious ribs, pulled pork. So, so good. Uh, good. If oh you are gosh. in the Tennessee area, they're in Memphis. Yeah. They ship everywhere in the U.S. Thank you. Shout out to Central Barbecue that we really appreciate any food you want to send us. <laughs> please, please. Thank you to patrons and supporters. Thank you to Better Fetacy for all of the research. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the mic. And thank you, Sam and Maggie. Thank, thank you, you, Bridget. We did it. This has been your Dumpster Fire for the week of May 16th to May 22nd. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich! Dun, 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 dun